Morning! Welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm Tired and Hagen. I'm Dave and Tired. <laughs> I'm Adam and I'm also tired. <laughs> I'm Jackson and my back hurts. Wait, is that, do I hear that correctly? This just in, we've just received a whole uh, wagon full of mail-in air horns. Is that, Hagen, is that true that you just received mail-in air horns? Can we yeah, hear those yeah. real quick? Yeah, mail mail in air horns. That's that is correct. Content Fraud. <laughs> this is all fake. <laughs> Can we get a recount of all those, please? Uh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna count those in the edit and well, goddamn it. Now I gotta start over. <laughs> I'm sure you can already tell, but we are recording this at a time where things are unsure when it, when it comes to the U.S. 2020 election. So here's hoping by the time this, this gets released, there is a clear answer. But if you're wondering to yourself, wow, these guys seem really sour and really just stressed, that's probably why. Uh, we, we appreciate you listening through and understanding the situation as we assume most of you guys were in the same boat as us, uh, that it's been a long week. I personally made a huge mistake, and Adam, you've already heard this multiple times from me, but everybody last year was telling me, oh, you need to watch this movie on Cut Gems, and I kept putting it back, I kept uh, putting it off, and then I finally, I was just like going to bed after the you know election day, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to watch this movie and wow, that was a huge mistake. That movie is like two hours and 15 minutes of fucking stress. That is just a stressful, anxiety-inducing movie. That's why I haven't finished watching that movie yet. I tried to watch I, it with my fiance, and like we were probably 45 minutes in, and I was like, oh, I, can't do, I can't do this anymore. I mean, it's a great movie, but not this week. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I realize now that could have been avoided, but uh, I didn't text our movie. <laughs> Um, our movie group chat and yeah that was a huge ball of stress so anybody who's listening in stressful times uh, hopefully they're over but don't watch Uncut Gems on a stressful week did you guys make any uh, huge mistakes this week when it comes to your mental or stress level uh, just staying up r- really late thinking that we would have a decision <laughs> following all like you know, on Reddit, following along with all the threads that are happening and refresh, 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 and just wasting time watching that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I worked at a polling place <laughs> that had 50 voters, so that was a very long, drawn-out day. How long were you there? Boy, and you, you threw those I away, I was there right? for 12 hours. <laughs> you threw, <laughs> you threw those, those away? away. <laughs> yeah, we threw all the ballots away. That's what you're supposed to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you print your own red and uh, you, you mail them somewhere. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. Take like, no, fuck, never mind. Let's not get in. <laughs> let's not get into it. <laughs> yeah. No. I, so like, as we've talked about, I, I, I moved a couple of weeks ago and I, I, I lifted a box wrong, something like that. And I kind of threw out my shoulder and I've been careful with my shoulder ever since to make sure like, okay, I need to, you know, heal back, you know, give it time to heal. And I have done nothing like labor intensive this week. Um, but somehow 
there, like my ball of stress has accumulated where I had hurt my back and it is just, I've done nothing. Uh, and I think it's this election just, wow, my, my back hurts again. So yeah, here's, there's that. Um, here, here's a little, uh, fun story to kick us off, uh, for the week, uh, this week. And this one's for you, Hagen. I learned that Adina Menzel and Leah Michelle are two different people. Did you guys know that? <laughs> I don't, well, I, I, don't I, I, I don't know I'm who Leah sure Michelle is. That means, but are yeah, you, I assume well, they're different people. You're, you're, you're so stupid. What are you talking about? <laughs> I feel stupid. I was watching Uncut Gems and Adina Menzel is in it. And I thought like Adina Menzel is like, I think she's almost 50 or she is 50. And yeah, I she was is. like, wow, uh, Adina Menzel is like 30 years old and like she looks like she's like 50 or so like what happened and then I looked up and I was like oh Leah Michelle is 30 years old and Adina Menzel is 50 years old and I genuinely was shocked I was like whoa these are two different people I thought these were the same people I was like wait Adina Menzel is good friends with Jonathan Groff and she was in Wicked and which one was in Frozen? And I like my. I thought I had an aneurysm. Honestly, wow! You, you, you're pronouncing her name wrong. There will always be a special place in my heart for the movie musical, and for the songs that create their most memorable moments. Here to perform the Oscar-nominated, gorgeously empowering song "Let It Go" from the Oscar-winning animated movie Frozen. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazeem. <laughs> John Travolta, everybody. How did he get there? That's that's just what Scientology does to you. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit! I don't think I, I I don't think I had seen that. I'm uh, I'm I'm a little I'm a little confused how you thought they're the same person this for this long, but I think I think it was Glee. I think it was Glee's fault, and they look similar. She plays uh, her mom. Idina Menzel plays Leah Michelle's mom in Glee. <laughs> okay, so I've never seen Glee. Like I've actually, and that's not like a, some source of pride, but like I've never actually watched an episode. Me so. neither. But how does how how does Glee then make you think they're the same if you haven't seen Glee? I don't know, man. As I yes. said, I think I'm having <laughs> a, a really question. prolonged aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lay off him. All right. One last piece of padding, and then we can get into our news topics. This you keep week. talking about pad Thai. I'm real hungry, man. I'm real hungry. Yeah. Oh man, I thought earlier you said that you love pad time, like you know, like in gym and <laughs> no. uh, elementary school when like there's like they they have the pads out and they're like, all right, kids, go fuck around on the pad. It's parachute day. Parachute day is the best. Parachute day no. was good. It was we funny because I, uh, I want I, I really need pad time now. Yeah, I used to work at Payway, and uh, it's pronounced Payway, by the way, and. People would come in. We had a dish called the Payway Spicy, and people would genuinely come in and tell me, "I want the Peewee Spicy." And I was like, "Well, that's not how you say it." And then I would start to go down this rabbit hole of thinking. Wait a minute. When you guys were talking about what do you guys want to do for dinner tonight, your husband looked at you and said, "Do you guys want to go to Peewee?" You're telling me that shit happened. Get out of my store. <laughs> <laughs> hey girl, that wasn't like my padding. 
I want the peewee spicy. <laughs> that wasn't my padding. Uh, I do have a, a bit of a game that I uh, invented this week. Um, Hagen, you always do games for our deep dives, and they're always super fun, so I figured I'd uh, throw a little one in. For my what I'm listening to this week, I think none of you will guess it, but I would love to give you each a chance. And don't do it now, but... I will give you after each new topic. I'll pick a person, and then we'll—you'll uh, each get a chance. And I don't think you're going to get it right, but I just want y'all to think because I think it's so out of left field what I've been listening to to try and cheer myself up. Uh, do we so, get do we get hints or help or anything, or is it just like blind guessing? My first hint is that it's not NPR. That narrows it down. That narrows it down. Wow. We'll go into our. We'll go. I'll. I'll, I'll give y'all hints. I'll think about them as we go through the episode. I do have a question. You said you've been playing this game this week. So does that mean that you're going around your house to your girlfriend saying, "Guess what I'm listening to"? Here's the hint. It's not NPR. <laughs> <laughs> she knows why I've been listening to it as well because uh, she spent a long night trying to say okay, I think I know all the members now, and I think I understand everything about this universe. So that's a bit of a, that's a, bit of a clue. Moving a into bit, our yeah. first news topic, I just had to throw this one in here. I think maybe you guys will want to talk about it. As I've made very clear in the past, I don't want to talk about this person, and I definitely won't want to talk about this. But here was Rolling Stone's headline, Kanye West concedes self-serving presidential bid and threatens 2024 run. Very funny headline. We all know about Kanye's presidential bid and how it went, but just in case you don't know the actual numbers, at the time of recording, here's what they are. Kanye's total votes are currently sitting just above 60,000 in the 12 states he was on the ballot. West had raised $11.5 million for his campaign through mid-October, but wait, it gets better. But about $10.3 million of that were loans made by himself to his own campaign. <laughs> well, that is kind of normal. It's not just him doing that, but you also don't do that if you have no real shot at winning. Yeah, but he, he, did, he believed he had a shot. Yeah, I mean, so did John Delaney, and then he loaned himself $10 million, but, you know... <laughs> How much did Bloomberg spend? Like a billion? Yeah, more. Yeah, probably more than that. I mean, I, as I said, I, I don't really have much to say about this. I think I've made my uh, thoughts on him and the way he acted during the this presidential uh, campaign season. Um, and I've made that very clear. And I just, it makes me mad that he would do something like that. I mean, it doesn't seem to have thrown anything, but if it, had the potential to do that it's just completely selfish it, it is kind of good to see that um joe rogan's impact maybe wasn't that big on the election that's yeah. true that's good yeah that's a one-two punch there thank you adam you're always coming in with uh the positive side of things you're the silver <laughs> lining guy i really appreciate that <laughs> give it up for album everybody give it up for album yeah, everybody knows me as the positive guy while we're giving Adam props, Adam, can you keep your positive streak going and take your turn in this week's game and try to guess 
what I have been listening to. No one else has a turn yet, just Adam. What do you think I've been listening to? Um, and once again, the hint is it tried to make, I was trying to have a positive impact on my week, and my girlfriend was trying to discern the world that this this group inhabitates. Watchmen? Inhabitates. I don't know. It was not Watchmen. Thank you for your try, Adam. We'll see if our other contestants get it. If they don't, then I guess I'll just have to take my normal turn on this week's is that uh, <laughs> what we're listening to segment. Is that is that a, is that the way you say that? Inhabitates? Was that? Was that? Was I'm that... not quite sure. I actually uh, started sweating when I said that <laughs> word. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all know what you meant. Yeah, I, I appreciate it you, Dave. It, it, I can really rely on everybody except for Hagen on this podcast to understand my situation. <laughs> you guys are going to fight. Yeah, I can't wait to see you at tomorrow's show, Hagen. I just can't wait to punch you. Six feet, motherfucker, six feet. You guys are going to be fighting like arms fully extended. Well, Hagen's just... going to use his big emu legs and try and kick me. <laughs> I I I just I just want to go to bed. I just want to go to bed. Can I can I be done with this now? Hagen, here's something that'll wake you up. And this one, I'll I'll put this right in the news cycle for you because I think this one will cheer you up. Um, System of a Down has released new music after 15 years. They have released two new songs. Whenever I saw somebody post this on Facebook in the time period we're in in America, I thought. This person's fucking with me, and I don't believe it. And then I Googled it, and I was like, holy shit. There's two new System of a Down songs. I was like, a smile came upon my face for the first time since maybe Monday or Sunday of this week. And wow, I I was so excited. I mean, did I, Adam, you didn't listen to it, right? No, I haven't gotten to it yet. What about the uh, other guys? Have you all listened to it? I did, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was really good, but also it was it still sounds they still sound exactly like themselves, of course, but like aside from that the second song having uh, blast beat in it. Um the That shit's still, so good. I know, it's very appropriate. They they still sound really good, but it sounded 15 years old. Yeah. That's, Which is not a bad thing. It's just strange. If it were if they were to release two songs as like a preemptive like oh we're thinking about actually releasing music now we it's been a long tumultuous road for this band as we've covered before and as all of their fans know at this point but if they were to release two songs that say like you know warming up the pot per se Mm -hmm. i'm totally for that if they sound similar and then who knows maybe they release an lp and it's like okay well that was a warm-up we give you a little bit of what you want and now here's what we're gonna do this is called Jazz's Christ, you know? Boo! Boo! <laughs> that was trash. Hagen, what do you think of it? Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I, I feel like it... it I, I When I put the first song on, I was like, this is fresh because it's cool to hear a new, a new song, but it really didn't feel like... I don't know. Maybe I, I think all System of a Down fans are excited to hear new music from them, but... It, it it just didn't didn't excite me as much as I hoped it would have when I was actually listening to it. I wonder what those I wonder how they recorded it, like if they were at all in the same room. 
Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I imagine, so I listened to the songs three times. And first time I was very much the first song. I was like, this is fine. I mean, this is good, but it's nothing different. And then the second song, as soon as that blast beat, like they like really heavy guitars, probably like drop C or something like that, or maybe even in B. And then they just like hit that uh, like, blast beat section i was just like holy shit this is so good i'm so excited and then i listened to the songs a couple more times i was like okay no i actually really like this uh i do agree with what y'all are saying but that second song like that's fucking a fucking honey pot of music for me i was so excited and it's not too long i think it's like three minutes long maybe uh the second song i was like that's fucking this is what i want some of my favorite system of a down songs are like less than two minutes like a good fucking punk song um but I, I wonder if uh, that th- this is the kind of the same situation that Tool fans were in. I'm not a Tool fan, and I don't understand the band at all. And whenever that new album came out, I listened to like a song or two, and I was like, I fucking hate this. This sucks as much as their <laughs> other music. And yeah. but like all their all their fans were like extremely freaking out. And I wonder if this is like a similar situation. But I'm on the other side of the fence this time. I don't. I I think most. I, I don't know. Most Tool fans I talked to when that album came out, they said they loved it. But mm-hmm. I think I'm for me, I, I hear the same music from Tool every time I listen to a Tool song, and it's I I don't understand why anybody likes that. But you know, whatever. Yeah, it's because you don't understand maths, my friend. It's true. I'm very I'm very big dumb. I don't know how how, how to count. Maybe I should go ask Nevada how to count. Maybe they'll <laughs> teach me how to count. Do you think that would work? <laughs> Here's how Nevada Man. counts. One. He can keep all of Georgia. <laughs> Pennsylvania, she's mine. <laughs> Two. <laughs> uh, before we get off the uh, Three. system of a down. <laughs> just keep doing that the whole yeah, episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how we're going to end well, the episode. Real quick, since, since we're going to you know talk about election stuff off and on. I just want to point out that in the last six hours, Nevada has counted four votes. <laughs> so Dave's going too fast. I'm going way too fast. I gotta start practicing with the metronome again. <laughs> yeah, what is that? What is what? That's that's not that's not even like one BPM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's some experimental shit. Straight out of Tokyo, my friend. Fucking slapping some noise. Four. (laughs) Last thing I'll say about System of a Down is the reason why they ended up finally releasing music after this long period of silence, not really silence, but radio silence from the band, is the current state of Armenian affairs. So all of the band members i believe they're all american armenian but the reason why they released the new music and i don't i'm really not well versed in this which just goes to show how it was such a great idea to say with this music hey this is why we did this because they have a very long uh wall of text and reasoning of why and what is happening uh to our the armenian people and um i just I read that and I just felt like so blindsided because I was just like, holy shit, here I am caring about this U.S. election as if that is the most important thing in the world and nothing else is happening. Who gives a shit? 
And then I read this. I was like, wow, these people are being persecuted. Jesus Christ, I feel terrible. So once again, coming in and teaching me a valuable lesson uh, yeah. before this, well, they taught me about the Armenian genocide, which I may not have ever known about if it weren't for this ban. Yeah, and we're, we're all like, I'm exhausted, just mentally exhausted. Like, and those people are hiding in makeshift shelters and like waking up to bombs and shit. It's like fucking chaos. Yeah, so I, I would encourage anybody who's listening to the band and is fans of the band and you haven't read the story behind these songs and why they decided to do this, you should go give it a look. Just go to their website and they're giving all the proceeds from uh, today as we're recording this is Bandcamp Friday. It's up on Bandcamp. We know it'll be, uh, won't be Bandcamp Friday by the time we release this, but they decided to give all the proceeds of this song to the charity that helps the certain situation of the Armenian people. So uh, go go check that out. I think it's super important and I don't, I don't want to be the person who fumbles around on the details when they have put it so eloquently in their uh, post. So moving on to my next piece of news. The Grammy Awards has renamed its quote-unquote best world music category to now be called best global music. And the reason that they've done this is, in their own words, to avoid connotations with colonialism. And if you're a bit curious what exactly that means... um, they're trying to get away from this idea of um, it's i.e. if it's uh, world music, it's i.e. Uh, non-American, that kind of yeah. thing. So it's really cool to see them do this. And according to them, uh, the Grammys, they got a whole group of people together and worked to figure out where can the Grammys appro- uh, improve to be more inclusive of everybody and they, they said that this one overwhelmingly was where they saw the best uh, way for them to move forward and change. So good on them. Not much to say on there. I, I, I don't know too much about... I, I do know that it's an issue uh, when you're calling things world music because it, it, it's very much saying, well, if it's not Western or if it's not American, then it's world music. You're throwing all this music into a... It's like... It, it, it's a bit unfair. Yeah, they're just trying to be more inclusive, which is good. I think, well, I wonder if it, if some of this came up because of how much streaming is changing. Um, it's blurring the lines globally with what music people are listening to. All the articles I read on it didn't mention anything about that, and I don't even know if they would even be able to say that for themselves. Uh, but I know that the Grammys has had a lot of historically all these award shows have had issues with being inclusive of everyone and all different types of cultures. Um, and previously I know the Grammys had had an issue with, they had a category that referred to the music as urban and predominantly all the music that was being placed in that were people of color and minorities. And that's just, not exactly a fair light to put everyone in. Uh, so I, I believe that they've changed that, but I may be wrong there as well. But I know that that was an issue at one point. Yeah, it's it's kind of similar to, uh, for the Oscars, they renamed the best foreign language film category to international, best international film this year, I think, or last year. 
and that's just more accurate also instead of being you know from an american centric point of view even though the grammys are the american you know recording industry awards but Mm -hmm. yeah that oscars one is a bit like it i've heard whenever all that was happening and more coming to light towards westerners like ourselves um I remember reading about the way that that works is each country that is not, you know, America for the Oscars, they get like one, it's, they either get like a handful of submissions or they get one submission. So every country has the opportunity to submit one film. And that's pretty crazy to say like, okay, well, all of Mexico's films this year, there may be fucking 30 amazing films that they have to choose from these 30 films. One may be a comedy, one may be horror, one may be an amazing drama, and they they can only choose one of those to submit to the Oscars, and it may even be denied. And that's just fucking crazy and seems the hubris of uh, Americans to say like, well, you know, Vietnam only gets one movie that they can yeah. submit. Yeah, and that's unusual compared to every other film festival in the world. Probably the same for music awards. It's probably not the case that you can only submit one album from one country. So that's just a really weird thing, which part of me feels like the easier option is to just not have this category at all. Because if you want to say you're focusing on American recordings, then okay, you could do that. But you're missing out on everything that's going on now with music being more global because of Spotify, like we've talked about. Yeah, it's like there's, I think as we move forward, the more things like this will be happening because everybody is so connected all across the world that it's just, it makes sense now. But it's clear to see why maybe they didn't do this any earlier because we're still in a young, like the, the technology, the internet age is still pretty young relatively. And before we were this connected, these countries didn't have, you know, too much connection with their film industries and their music industries to the United States. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and the this Grammy category has only been around since 1992, so it's not even that old of a category, which it makes it all the more weird that they're trying to turn it into something that's a little bit better instead of kind of changing all the rules and letting, you know, anyone's music into all these other categories they have because they have lots of awards as we know they they could just allow everything into those if they wanted to but they're not going to do yeah, that. yeah uh, absolutely so this next piece of news is i'm going to put a little bit of a content warning because uh, i'm always hesitant reading anything that is not coming from the world health organization or cdc or anything like that so just fyi um before we talk about it but Uh, This has been going around all the music news outlets, but there has been a German coronavirus concert experiment. And to explain what that means is the point of this experiment was to find what the risk of of having an indoor concert was. And this experiment uh, found that the risk of spread was low to very low. Now... The New York Times noted that researchers found the risk of spread at indoor concerts is low as long as the concert goers follow hygiene protocols. The venue has good ventilation, which I'm very happy to hear that because I think that's a huge thing that people just forget about, that you have to have an adequate air system. Um, 
And then the other thing is, and it also limits its capacity. So backing up, it's hygiene protocols, good ventilation system, and it limits its capacity. Um, Just so everyone is aware of the experiment conditions, what they did is they put 1,400 pre-tested volunteers in an indoor space for 10 hours, and they put digital location monitors on each of them. All of them had masks, and they had hands hand disinfected that was laced with fluorescent dye and i know that they asked certain groups of people hey can you kind of imitate um you know a little bit of different levels of social distancing stuff like that and they did have a musical performance and my biggest takeaway from this was wow 10 hours in an indoor fucking venue i've never done that yeah that's a long time I wonder if a band with like the same band played the whole time. <laughs> it was, it was, I think it was a singular artist. That's crazy. <laughs> That's why. All right. Yeah. And for my 70th song, <laughs> this is the song that never. Ends. <laughs> Dave, what's the count right now? Is it five? Five. <laughs> it, it, it's interesting reading. Obviously there's a, really exhaustive articles on this and you can read into it but it's interesting seeing that and i was pretty shocked to hear low to very low at this point when we're talking about how infectious this virus seems to be um but it does make me feel a little hopeful i wouldn't say that i necessarily feel better yet because this in all likelihood could be an isolated incident all that kind of stuff and you really just can't trust people outside of a volunteered scientific experiment to do these things and be responsible especially when we're talking about alcohol being involved but it does yeah bring a little hope for me that you know we could have concerts in the nearer future than i thought and that for me is a a good uh, light at the end of the tunnel when we're talking about like oh I don't think I'll ever be able to go to a show until we have a, a vaccine, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of, that's my over under on that whole thing. Do you guys have any thoughts on this experiment? I mean, I mean it, it, it sounds like it, it, it sounds like it's cool and all, but I, I don't understand how you test proper hygiene and masks when are they, are they saying that no one's drinking anything? Cause that is like a, that's a variable that you really can't uh, account for in testing because if you're at a venue and everyone's drinking and getting drunk, first of all, masks start coming off to drink and then they start to just stay off. Um, and especially if you're an indoor venue, that's, I mean, yeah, ventilation is important, but if, if, if soon as like people just start to be say, fuck it and take their masks off and keep them off and be around people they don't know, it's like, I, it, that, that's the only variable I don't fully understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, what was that example of the, there were two people, there were two hairdressers or something that, uh, well, I think one of them had COVID, but they wore masks and they had like a hundred and some clients in that day. And not one of the clients ended up with COVID, even though one of the hairdressers had it. So it's like yeah. masks are very effective if everybody's using them correctly. Right. We've talked about this before, Hagen, but it's like there is a way that you can have concerts and keep everyone safe, provided everybody is in it for the right reasons and is willing to 
you know, follow the precautions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we've talked about it and we've also seen it. And I mean, Dave, you played last night. Uh, I mean, like, I think, I think we saw people that we know get too comfortable too fast. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think a large contributor to that is drinking. I mean, I'm not now. I mean, like I say, I say this also is I'm working at the place where you played and I watch people just come in and they, they, they start having a drink and it's so rare that they have their mask like near them unless they have to get up. And even then I have to remind people like, Hey, if you're going to leave your table, you have to put your mask back on. Um, or like the thing that bothers me is I'm serving or picking up glasses I, I feel like it would just be so easy to just have your mask at your, like, just move it, like, whenever someone that's not your table comes over to your table. That's not any, something that anybody does. No. Yeah, that's the, like, courtesy everybody should be doing for people helping serve them drinks or food. Yeah. I mean, you, you're choosing to be there if those people at your table without your mask. But yeah. you, the employee, doesn't have that choice. Yeah. Exactly. And- you have to do your job. And that's the thing. That, that's again. That's like like going back to this test. Like it. Like uh, it. It. It sounds like it would be really cool in ideal scenarios, but you're not gonna. I don't know how that ideal scenario can exist when once you put that. Like like I, I'm thinking of like House of Blues, right? House of Blues in Dallas is like it's not a small room, but it's not a big room by any means. And there are two bars. There's three bars in the in in the venue, and it's not a very big space for three bars. But as soon as people get around to those bars, I mean, like, they're gonna be piling at the bar itself to order, and that's something that you have to find a way to break. Which you, I, I mean, I guess they could do that. There's a lot of ways they could. But I'm thinking of going to see a metal show, and I mean, like, people don't want to sit. People don't want to like. <laughs> they want to go to the bar. They want to get their drink. I. It just. It just sounds like it'd be so difficult to actually pull off the parameters of this test in a real life scenario. Well, in one, <clears throat> one option could be limited capacity, but venues like like House of Blues or big venues like that, it might not even be financially worth it for them to have a limited capacity show. Well, I think at this point, it 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 would have to be because they 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 need to make money, um, but. Yeah, I, I do think that they will make a lot less money doing it. I mean, they'll probably just raise ticket prices. That would probably just be the easiest thing to do is make right. it cost more, which I would totally do that. I mean, if I was going to see a band I liked or even if it was a band I only kind of liked and I felt like it was safe to go, then I, I'd pay the extra money, see a show again. Well, and I tell you what, our crowd last night was more enthusiastic than it usually is at that place. Yeah. <laughs> we people, actually got applause. People just are stoked to see live music. Yeah, and that that is one of those uh, silver linings that I'm looking forward to is that you can only hope that people are going to be nicer to each other when we're actually back in a room to be with each other. And then you can only hope that people are going to be more, they'll cherish what maybe prior they took uh, for granted. So I I agree with you guys that, you know, I, I would want this test to be repeated like 50 times before I... 100% was like, okay, I'll agree with y'all's scenario because what if this was just a fluke and you guys had like the most responsible 1,400 people in the world? Uh, so it, it, that's why I wanted to put that content warning at the beginning of this topic because take it for what you will. And I even, when I first saw this article, I thought, man, is this like a, um, I, I thought that this was some like really low um 
I don't know, just not real news article. I was like, this has got to be fake. And then uh, did, did you guys like how I danced around saying fake news article? <laughs> <laughs> Good work. So Good work. I, I, I saw that. And I, then as I looked more into it, I thought, okay, well, Pitchfork is posting it. Rolling Stones po- posting it. New York Times is posting it. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll give it the credibility it deserves. Uh, but I'm still allowed to remain, remain skeptical of the actual experiment parameters applying yeah. to real life. What well, and there's an important thing to note that it seems like this study was like requested and maybe paid for by a group that wants to reopen. Yeah. So they have a goal in mind. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong about it, but they wanted to set up a test that would come back with results that show it's okay. So Yeah. That might be as simple as it's a big indoor venue with ample ventilation. Maybe that's the secret, right? And that's how they can justify it. But not all places are going to be like that. Yeah, the best bet, like you said, Jackson, is going to be the vaccine or, um, you know, as we've mentioned before, really rapid testing before you get in the venue. Yeah. Or just another thing, too, is just more things being outside that can be outside. It's easy to say here living in Texas, but, you know, the rest of the country isn't about to be able to do that for a couple of months because of winter. Yeah. So because of winter, even Texas. Yeah. Well, well, this just in, I'm hearing from our uh, foreign correspondent, Dave, uh, I believe it's your turn to try out the game. What do you think I've been listening to this Six. week? Six. <laughs> to try and be more positive. Do you have uh, any thoughts on the matter, Dave? Hi. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I was doing that, that was delay. a visual gag. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who's not the four of us, <laughs> I was doing that thing that uh, news anchors do when they're correspondents. They... I was doing the delay. Okay. Uh, Jackson, I don't know what you've been listening to, man. Give me the, give me the hints again. All oh, right, I, so oh, I can't have a new hint. It, you know, I would say, um, is it a oh, band? Shit. I would say so. Yeah. Okay, I would say so. Um, Wait, what? How do you define a band? Like you specifically? They're all members in this band, and they all write songs in this band. All right. Oh, here, okay. here, here. I here's a here's a here's a hint for you. I would say that in this band, um, the vocals are what you care about. Um, Teletubbies. Oh, unfortunately, it's not Teletubbies, <laughs> although I am a big fan of Poe. <laughs> I got a few more news articles, and this one, I don't even know why I put it in here, but I'm going to read it because I wrote it down, and I spent the time writing it down. But there was a man who set fire to a Louisiana church to raise the profile of his black metal band, and he has pled guilty to it and is now sentenced to 25 years in prison. If you're not aware of this, black metal bands in uh, Norway have a big history of burning churches, and this man thought it was a good idea to burn a church in Louisiana so his band could get big. Um, This is something that I thought maybe as a topic someday we could talk about black metal. Um, It's a very problematic and weird thing for me. I used to listen to it as a kid, and now growing up, 
I have noticed the homophobia and racism in the music, and I find it very hard to go back and listen to bands like Mayhem that I used to really enjoy for the the raw, uh, the unrefined uh, diamonds, per se. And I don't know. Black metal is such a weird topic nowadays that we can actually understand that these are very troubled human beings. Yeah, I never really got into it, but I remember reading. Isn't there like is Mayhem the band where some of the members have have killed, tried to kill each other? Yes, and succeeded. Yes, and is 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 one of their album covers, um, a picture of one of the one of the dead members? That's so crazy. And that dead member, his name was Dead. He shot himself in one of their uh, bootleg live albums. Uh, one of the members, when he found this uh, band member's dead body, he immediately ran to get a camera, took a picture of it, and developed it, and actually made it their album cover. And it was thought to be a hoax for a long time, but he also, this was verified actually, that they collected pieces of their dead band member's skull because he had shot himself in the head, and uh, they had each made uh, little necklaces out of it. And yeah, of course, as a kid, I was like so just like morbidly curious and mystified by this uh, music scene, but I don't know. Uh, Now that I get further and further away from that mentality of my childhood, I realize, yeah, it, it, it's troublesome, uh, black metal, that is. that, And that doesn't mean that every single band is like this, but there are a lot of issues. It's so dumb. They're, they're like, the I, I think that some of the music's okay, just, like, from, like, a musical standpoint, but in general, it's just kind of, I mean, yeah, it's sad and offensive, but also, like, I laugh at that. The first time that I read that, like I read about the, the, the church burning stuff, I was like, what the fuck? This is hilarious that people actually like are doing this. And obviously it's very sad. Uh, and there's a lot of, like you said, a lot of problematic stuff, but like we, they, they just need to like, it, they just need to be laughed out of all of this. Like they're just so fucking stupid. Yeah. And unfortunately they um, tend to target, as I said, um, they target certain demographics so like in this louisiana case uh their church that was burned was a historically black church so um it just lends more credence to hey this is not just an attack on christianity or whatever you want to call it it is also now skewing towards racism uh and intentional at that point so yeah uh, absolutely don't stand by that and yeah Black metal is just like, and also a huge issue with black metal is the fans of black metal. Uh, man, we talk about elitism and gatekeeping, but black metal fans are the absolute worst about this. They yeah. are the worst gatekeepers, and it's just, it, you can't imagine how bad they are. But it's so heavy, if bro. You, hail Satan, hail Satan. It's so heavy, bro. If you want an example of how bad they can be and how bad, uh, you know, how extreme they are in the gatekeeping sense, uh, there's a YouTube channel I watched called the Punk Rock, Punk Rock MBA, and he did a, you know, an, a video essay on black metal, and wow, he talks to this day about how he got, that is the most negative comment section on YouTube, he feels, so... Yeah, that is that the same guy that did the did the video on butt rock. 
Yeah, Finn McKenzie is his name. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, um, All right. he makes really good content. I would definitely recommend him. Um, last piece of news. I am excited. Cardi B calls off divorce from her husband, Offset. There's not really much to say here, but I wanted to give the drama fans something. I wanted to give our listeners who are fans of reality TV and drama, I wanted you guys to have something. Uh, Cardi B is not divorcing her husband Offset. They That has been an on-again, off-again relationship. Uh, so if you're a music fan and you're a drama fan, this one's for you. Hagen, do you have anything to say about it? Um, to be honest, my internet cut out and I only heard you say Cardi B and then you, it just came back like literally right before you said, Hagen, what do you have to say about it? <laughs> well, so what do you so... think? Perfect. <laughs> Perfect, Hagen. That's all the information you need. It's fine. <laughs> um, what do I think about, what do I think about Cardi B? Uh, great. Awesome. Very cool. I'm really happy for you. Hagen. Amazing. I am done with news topics and news articles for this week. It is now your chance to bring this team home. And guess what I've been listening to this week? Okay, so, like, I've been thinking about it. And, uh, I mean, the the, the, the hints that you gave were, were helpful, but at the same time, you say it's left field. Um, so it's you not want, something... Go ahead. Do you want me to give you three questions and i will answer them no because that feels unfair to the other people that played the game and and but i i'll I'll, I'll allow it yeah that's fine by me (laughs) okay all right (laughs) (laughs) he didn't want that (laughs) i had a i well i have a guess this is my thing is i have a guess that i don't that's not right but i just that's i've been thinking about it in terms of what you said the only thing that the only reason that i think this guess is wrong is because you said you've been listening to this to make yourself happy right you said that correct yes do you want me to give you one more one more uh hint yeah i have a, I have a guess if yeah. he doesn't get it right you one more get hint. A guess and yeah yeah that until hagan's guessed they have been described as the beatles of our generation Mm. So no. Um, oh, maybe I maybe I still might be right because uh, someone might have said that about about my guess. Again, I know it's not right. I think you've been listening to Insane Clown Posse. No, that is not even <laughs> close. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> You're not I don't juggler. even know where to go from here, Dave. We're not going to give him any questions. You're going to say your last guess, and then we're going to go into what we're listening to. Um, One Direction. No, but that's kind of close. Guess. That is kind of close. All right. Until you said the Beatles thing, I was going to say Wolfpack, but. No, not Wolfpack. What? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. All right. All right, Jackson. Uh, what have you been listening to? Well, I, I don't really know how to start this off if I don't have, you know, like an intro like uh, that describes what exactly this topic is. Don't do the whisper. Hey, listen. Good. <laughs> how many words was that, Dave? Can you count them? Two. That was too fast. Too fast. Nah, wrong. <laughs> Seven. Can, can we get a recount? Can we get a recount, please? 
one. (laughs) (laughs) Take us home, Jackson. Take us home. Guys ready to know what I've been listening to? Sure. I've been listening to BTS all week. Oh, okay. okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, damn. My girlfriend uh, one night was uh, trying to discuss their whole world and K-pop fans, but more specifically their fans, which are called the army. Um, And we went on this really long, like two hours of just reading their Wikipedia and like all these interviews with them and trying to understand because apparently they're they're they have a whole world for their music it's not just a oh we released a k-pop album it's like they have a world that their music exists in and it just became this whole rabbit hole i was going down i was like you know what this music isn't quite for me but this is the kind of positivity i need because k-pop or at least the k-pop i've heard has been overwhelmingly positive. And even if you don't understand, they speak a lot of English in their music, but even if you don't understand it, um, it feels like just, it jacks you up. It's really, it was really good. It was a, it was a good way to stay positive and we'll see. Maybe I'll be listening to them for another fucking week or another month or until I'm fucking dead. I think it's so cool that like, I have, I have a lot of students and have had a lot of students that are really into K-pop and like, they don't speak the language, but they're singing along to the best of their ability to these songs. Fuck yeah. Is that all? So that's all you've been listening to? I mean, and NPR. NPR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been listening to, uh, I've started listening to that idols record, Hagen. And, uh, it's really cool. Yeah. Give fuck Jackson. Why, Why Hagen? <laughs> I thought Hagen. I'm was the one who introduced Hagen to Idols. <laughs> well, he said he was listening to it last week. All right, I've Most been listening recently. to Daughters. Yeah, I've been listening to Daughters uh, album. Have you guys ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Ass. Dave told me about it. Terrible album. <laughs> All right, next. Sorry, <laughs> two. Uh, I I honestly don't have. Um, much to say I, i've been listening to a lot of the same stuff i i i'm i'm i've been very um lazy this week in terms of like doing things that are better for my health uh so like listening to new music or i don't i'm not gonna get too deep into it but yeah so i've been listening to a lot of the a lot of the same old stuff so big shout out again to briston maroney that's really that's been my savior briston maroney go listen to that beautiful beautiful boy Go on, Adam. I haven't been listening to anything new. I've just been listening to Foo Fighters, actually, because they're coming out with a new album probably soon. So I'm very been excited back through everything. Oh, yep. the name of the album got leaked. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. interesting. Somebody read. You said somebody... you didn't have any fucking news. What the hell, Dave? <laughs> Dave Word. Well, I forgot about that. Plus, I always I'm always hesitant to bring up. Well, he's Dawes he's and... really focused on the Nevada stuff, so. Three. <laughs> While we've been doing this episode, actually, they announced they've counted eight thousand votes, but they also found forty thousand more votes, so they didn't really make any ground up. <laughs> they they found they found well them. they printed them you know oh okay okay uh, uh, apparently the the somebody found on the code of the Foo Fighters website that the new album is called Medicine at Midnight. And it will be out February fifth. That sounds hey, like hey. a Foo Fighters album. 
That totally also, makes sense. Uh, it's just just release the album now. Just yeah, just they should give us that, a, we, we need we need something like that. That would be really nice if we had something like that right now. I bet you we'll have a new, a new single on Friday. Foo Fighters have been doing a thing where they've been sending an email like every week with a, yeah. one of their old albums. I assumed that meant a new album was coming out like any day now because they just got to the most recent album, right? Yeah, and they'll be on SNL on Saturday. Right, so I would think that means something sooner than February, but... Yeah, I hope. I hope it's sooner than February. That would be nice. February. Anybody got anything else they want to say? Anything Anything they want to add? Uh, <laughs> just mo- mostly everybody, you know, stay positive. Hopefully by the time that this is out, you know, things will be clearer. Um, I, I would implore for anyone, you know, take your victories where you can get them. But just because you have engaged in one opportunity that has worked out successfully does not mean that you're completely in the green at this point or whatever. Uh, There's a lot of work that needs to be done and a lot of, you know, rebuilding and making things a little more comfortable and uh, respecting one another. So I, I would just, I really, I really argue for positivity and, you know, patience that's all i got and wear your masks yeah um definitely definitely agree with all that positivity is huge right now if you can be if you can be nice to people that would be very very cool in these times if you could yeah jackson and higgin be nice to each other listen listen that's like that's like my that's my freebie my freebie is jackson i can do whatever i want all right do whatever Hagen inhabitates a whole different world I've been obsessed, and I'm so sorry to everyone listening right now, but I keep moving my head down so I can see like this this streak of gray that's right here. And I, oh, look, that's so cool, right? Isn't it? I so yeah, got some got some little little grays coming out in my head. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we really appreciate it, and uh, stay positive. Um, you found us somewhere, so if you haven't hit the follow or subscribe button, go ahead and do that. Um, you follow us on social media if you want to DFTA pod. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for being here and fuck off. Get me a towel. Five. <laughs> recount that way. We weren't at five recount. No, you we, skipped. Yeah, you got to start over. You found, you skipped found recount. Boats. Recount. One.